Hi, this is Robert Reese, and welcome to the Middle Market Transformative CEO Show with my co-host, Joe Brusuelis, Chief Economist of RSM. We interview top middle market CEOs so you could gain insights onto how to grow your own business and become a transformative CEO. Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese with Joe Brusuelis, my co-host on the Middle Market Transformative CEO Show. We're here today with Dawn Zier, who is the CEO of Nutrisystem, recently acquired by Tivity Health. So let's start off, Joe, if you could give a definition of what the middle market is. All right. So when we talk about the U.S. middle market, what we're really talking about are roughly 200,000 firms out there with revenues between, say, $10 million and $2 billion. Now, they generate roughly 40% of the $21 trillion U.S. GDP, and they employ one-third of the entire labor force. So when you hear the term middle market, what it really means is the beating heart and soul of the real economy in the United States. So let's start off. So Nutrisystem... When you became CEO about four years ago, um, it hadn't been growing really, and mm-hmm. since then you've had um, you've had double-digit growth for almost all of the years after right. two years, and profits increased six times, sixfold, right. and and recently you were actually in an M and A with Tivity Health. Mm-hmm. So could you just talk through? What your transition was, because I think it's a great change management story, when you first came to Nutrisystem and what you did to turn it around, and then we'll talk about the future. Great. That sounds perfect. So I came to Nutrisystem in November 2012, was brought in to turn it around, and it really was a brand that needed a little dusting off. Um, It was also a little bit of a brand that lost its way in terms of its messaging. The prior team had done a lot of great work on food, food development, and we sort of was sort of repositioned it as a food company instead of a weight loss company. Um, I came in, we brought in a management team, we turned that around and started focusing back on weight loss because, you know, let's face it, we have an epidemic in this country with two thirds of the population being obese or overweight and really, um, you know, that needed help. So we changed our messaging to weight loss. We um, really focused on on awareness and, um, and product and then very quickly and also on the cost because when you're turning around a company, you have to be cognizant of the cost and very quickly we began after three quarters to begin to show revenue growth. It came down to really product innovation and really focusing on disciplined uh, fundamentals of marketing including digital expansion. So tell us about digital expansion. That's quite the the buzzword these days. Now you've got an interesting background, not only an MBA but you're an engineer from MIT. That's right. How did that inform what you did? How did that help you lead? Well, I'm a big believer in a facts-based culture. So, and for me, coming in and being able to run an e-commerce company means that there's a lot of data at your fingertips. You just not, you just need not drown in the data. You need to know how to cultivate it and use it. So, um, given the way that we buy, which is performance-based marketing, everything we do is traceable, trackable through these models that link back. And you know, we could very easily, at a more micro level, understand where we should be expanding, which segments on Facebook we should be using, what we should be doing in social channels. We just launched a very interesting social influencer campaign. And, you know, there's a lot to do in digital. And we also do a lot of TV buying. So the TV buying is a halo and actually works very nicely with the digital digital transformation we're, we're pursuing. So unpack this for somebody who's a manager out there. They've got a broad product. They've got a lot of data. It's mm-hmm. popular. And they want to go to social influencer, uh, social influencer strategy. How did you do it? Well, we looked at different tiers. So you want to look for people that have a certain presence on Facebook, on Instagram, 
and you go after those people that are authentic. It always comes down to finding people that are authentic to your brand because consumers can tell when things are not natural. So we found a lot of great brand brand ambassadors. Jesse James Decker is our brand ambassador for the South Beach Diet. She's she's amazing, goes after a target audience. And we actually brought in a lot of people from um, other places, from The Bachelor, from The Bachelorette. And these are people that are talking about our product, that have gotten married, had kids, are now using our product for weight loss, post-kids, and um, also some of the men as well. But it's something that really... Um, I think this social influence of phenomena that we're seeing is really very robust, and it is a way that every company needs to find those influencers that represent their brand well and expand that way. And, and not just that, the niches, the, the interesting places Targeting. that you're advertising, mm -hmm. right? Tell us somewhere that someone listening to this show think, wow, they advertise there? What's, <laughs> what's something that's different? Like, I'll give you an example. I saw your ad in my elevator in my building here in New York City. Okay, so that, that's... Great digital ad. Right. Yeah, so so it really is everywhere. You know, we're advertising on the video streaming streaming st through video streaming. We're advertising on television stations. We're advertising um, through print. It really is a holistic approach to attracting the consumer. And the key is, even though we're advertising in all these different places, it comes down to having targeted messages towards the people you're trying to address through those specific channels. So the messaging on Facebook, on Instagram, is going to be different than TV. So when you're fact-based, let's talk about something like predictive analytics. Mm -hmm. How do you use that, one, when you're, when you're managing the business, but two, how about in terms of almost like a recommendation engine that Amazon will supply, how do you use that in terms of people's customized weight loss programs? Sure. Well, you know, we're always looking at who our existing customers are and then modeling that to go find other customers that are out there. So that's that's one way to do it. And we're always using the data to determine, okay, where should we be advertising on which stations, on which through which digital media and things along those lines. So it's really about taking data and then breaking it down and using it for segmentation and targeting. Now, on the product side, you know, a little different than predictive analytics is DNA, for example. So we just launched a couple of months ago a DNA body blueprint, which takes consumers, you want to talk really about predictive, predictive um, um, analytics. It takes a customer's DNA and then targets weight loss program how to does them. It, how does it do that? Where does it get the Very DNA? much like what you do with Ancestry. Mm -hmm. So it is the swab. You take the swab, you send it in, and then it'll give, we give um, our consumers a 35 to 40-page report that took it that talks about what what their unique geocoding is that will predict what they should eat and, and help and, them lose weight. And how important is that actual geocoding for people individually in terms of being healthy? I, I think, you know what I think it does? It gives consumers accountability. It lets them know what might work or what might not work for them. So everybody thinks that carbs are bad or that I should be on a low-carb program. Well, some of us in this room won't need to do that. So you can find out, are you somebody that is carb-sensitive or not carb-sensitive? You know, what, what forms of exercise are better for you? So it's very interesting, and I do believe this is the way the world will be heading. We're just at the beginning phase of this, but I do think personalization, no matter what it is, it's targeting the right ads to me that relate to me. It's the right products that relate. It's delivering things to the home so I don't ever have to get out of my seat. Um, everything is about the consumer, and the consumer wants it now. They want it accurate, and they want it targeted to them. So tell me, what was the biggest uh, lesson you learned or new fact that you learned once you started utili fully utilizing the data that you were collecting from Nutrisystem? Well, I think... As we're, as we're, you know, as we're looking at all the different data, what we use it to is to determine, okay, what, 
for ads, for example, we can tell, okay, what part of which ad is working to the consumer? What do we need to change? And we're always about a test and learn culture. So we're always trying to iterate on the success that we have. So I, I would ask you, so now you're a fact-based culture, mm -hmm. and that's how you did a lot of the turnaround, you know, when you said you're an engineer from MIT. But you went into a company that I'm guessing was not a fact-based <laughs> culture. How do you turn around that type of culture? I mean, specifically, what do you do? I know you've very cool things, like we've talked before, you've walking meetings where you walk mm -hmm. with people, mm -hmm. but then what, what do you do to change a culture to become fact-based? Well, I think you really have to set the tone at the you have to set the tone at the top. So at the beginning, it was very interesting because everybody wanted to have conversations and they just wanted to talk about what what I thought, what you thought, what he thought, and we just said, okay, let, we're willing to have any conversation, but you have to come in with data and the facts. So once we did that, the meeting started to change. And would um, people come in without the facts, or you? Yes, yes. And? At first, they would come in without the facts and try to have the same conversation. And we'd stop the meeting. We said, you know what? Let's reschedule this for next week when we have when we have the data. So that's interesting because that does set the tone. Then we had a complete change. So then everybody came with data, and tons of data. So I'm talking about Excel spreadsheets, reams of data. You know, and you know we had to say, okay, time out. This is not exactly what we meant. We now have to. <laughs> Pull the insights, them. pull the insights out of the data. And this was great because, you know what, we have a team that, um, you know, we, we had a team of a lot of millennials, a lot of new people, and, you know, really teaching them how to use the data as a tool. It's not black and white, but it certainly is the thing that grounds the basis of the conversation, and then you put your own insights on top of it. What it also did is when the executives weren't in the room, it allowed anybody in the room to actually call a timeout and say, hey, you know, this is going in one direction, but can we please have a facts-based conversation? So it sort of gave everybody, again, permission permission to, you know, have the right conversations. It was really very, very culturally transformative. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're speaking with Dawn Zier, who is the CEO of Nutrisystem, and then we're going to talk about the future of healthcare. Back in a few. Hi, this is Robert Reese and Joe Brusuelis on the Middle Market Transformative CEO Show. We're speaking with Dawn Zier, who is the CEO of Nutrisystem. So you recently just aligned with Tivity Health. That's right. Talk about exactly why you did that and what the future looks like. Well, we're both two public companies, and you know, public companies were always for sale. Whether we were actively looking, we weren't actually looking actively for sale, but we were approached in the fall by Tivity Health, um, their CEO. Um, approached me and we had a very um, interesting conversation about what the future of health and wellness should look like and how the combination of our two companies where they do calories out with their fitness component they own the silver sneakers brand which anybody over 65 has heard of um, you know obviously we're calories in which is nutrition and we had a very robust conversation about where health and wellness was going and it's not about these standalone solutions of nutrition or fitness it really is about this holistic approach and if you're familiar with the weight loss industry, it's what everybody is talking about. Everybody wants this holistic approach to health and wellness. But what I found is there was a lot of talk going on and very little doing. So by combining with Tivity Health, you know, we're able to really provide a solution to the consumers that really you know, covers the full end of the spectrum. So when you talk about you know, the, 
an approach to health, a more comprehensive, mm-hmm. a holistic approach. How is that changing the behavior of your customers? Because I'm assuming that that's what you really want to do is you want to change that behavior and then make it transformative for the rest of their lives. Yes, absolutely. So what we find is, you know, we deliver the solution to start your weight loss journey into the home. So we deliver product into the home that basically teaches you about portion control. Because weight loss, the concept of weight loss, it's not hard to understand. It's difficult to execute for many individuals. So, you know, we provide the solution. People learn through us about portion control. And then you begin to weave the exercise component in. What we find is a lot of our customers, they lose 5 to 10 pounds. They've never really exercised before. And now all of a sudden their energy levels are increasing and they begin to exercise. Then as you go through the journey, it really migrates from weight loss to weight maintenance and management. And the fitness component is very important to that. And now what we're seeing in the world of healthcare, so health, they have relationships with all the health plans, which we do not as Nutrisystem, we did not. So what you find is as you bring the two companies together, there's an opportunity to, you know, tap into the health plans as well as into all the fitness centers that they have relationships with. So what I found when I was looking at this and evaluating the deal several months ago with my board is that there was a very compelling proposition to, you know, quite... um, actually be able to change the paradigm of health and wellness through this concept of Tivity Health acquiring Nutrisystem. So you've gone from weight loss business to reconstruction to food business to now almost help, we'll call it maybe health and wellness or health care? Yeah, along both of those lines, because there's an there's an opportunity going direct to consumer for that health and wellness approach, and then what healthcare is looking for is really this more holistic approach as well, where you're being more preventive instead of having people, you know, with weight related issues, so many comorbidities and associated mm-hmm. with that. So important that we address that in a preventive sort of measure. So with this sort of change that you're pushing, the change in behavior, change in preference, who's your clients? Who's your customer? Well, I'm, you know, my space is historically direct to consumer. So I would say the historical Nutrisystem customer has been direct to consumer. Um, but consumers are everywhere. So Activity Health, our customers are more, um, you know, the health plans as well. And the health, so we work very closely with them and they serve consumers too. So it really comes down to the person at the same, same people at the end of the day, but it's the way that you're getting to them. It's the way that you're talking to them. But as I listen to you, I'm thinking, wow, this must be an incredibly segmented market. How you deal with silver sneakers in a 65-year-old versus maybe a 28 or 30-year-old, oh, right? Right, it comes Very back different. to targeting. So, you know, with silver sneakers, it's the it's the 65-plus market. You know, you, you envision a future, you know, well, a lot of 65-plus, they could use um, – food products, nutritional products. So you, you typically think of Nutrisystem historically has been about, you know, weight loss. But what we do is we can design and we do design nutrition items. So you can envision a world where we're we're focusing on products towards elder care or targeting products more towards heart health or even, you know, we have some products already for diabetes, cancer. There's so many directions in this combined entity mm. that we're going to be able to go. And it's not just about the 65 plus because Nutrisystem, we span you know, our average customer is in the, you know, mid-40s, early 50s. Um, Tivity, the silver sneakers is 65 plus, but there's also a wonderful product prime with Tivity Health that targets the younger audience as well. So, you know, what I like to do as somebody that is really into, you know, this customer-centric approach is to figure out what's the best way to approach the customer through which brand, and then how do you cross-sell, upsell other other opportunities. Plus, both companies have pretty impressive databases. 
I'm wondering how you utilize those databases together. I mean, it seems a perfect match. Almost you mm -hmm. feed into them in a way. Um, as we begin to integrate, so as we go through the integration process, we'll be able to, you know, access each other's names, you know, so we have to be very sensitive about how we do that, but, you know, there's a great opportunity to um, segment. So, for example, we can tell on the Nutrisystem database how many people are 65 plus. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a very simplistic approach, but, you know, we know that we can target about them. How many members do you have? We have on our, data our database is about six and a half million. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, we touch many other people that we get information on. So, mm -hmm. um, and when with Tivity Health, you know, they have a big highway of consumers. So, um, quite a few, you know, I'd say 16 million, 65 plus, another 40, 41 million in that younger bracket. Okay, so um, let, let's talk about partnerships. So when, when you look at healthcare, everyone in hospitals is moving towards population health management, mm -hmm. so there are fewer readmits and less expensive. Very important. Mm -hmm. And you are sort of in a really interesting position now with this new partnership. So talk about that and talk about what other partnerships may emerge. Well, you know, as the combined, again, you know, as a, you know, when it was Nutrisystem as a standalone business, it was very hard for us to think about approaching the health plans. And I think increasingly what we're going to see with, um, you know, the re readmits and all that is, you know, these plans willing to reimburse. And that is a great opportunity. And again, I don't think it and just- they're actually reimbursing for food now, which falls exactly. right in your sweet spot. That, that's, that's the big opportunity. So, you know, we're pursuing several of those as we speak. So where are you going to take the company? Where's it going to be in five years? You know, I, th I think it's a really, really broad spectrum that, you know, Donato is, is focusing on and that I will focus on with him as we go forward. Um, I do, again, think we're changing it from a fitness company that targets 65-plus-year-olds and a nutrition weight loss company to something much broader in this health and wellness space. So I think we will be a truly a health and wellness company that helps America get healthier, which is what we need. So as you change it from to a food company to a health company, what's the biggest surprise that you found? What's the single biggest surprise for you, thing you didn't expect? Well, I think, you know, as, as a food, you know, I don't want to be a food company. That's not really mm. what, what Nutrisystem ever was supposed to be about. We're about one of the big things about bringing these two companies together is the mission of the companies, which truly is to transform lives and help customers get, help consumers get healthier. And that makes it just so different as, as standalone companies, we believed in that. As we come together, we believe in that. And fundamentally, what makes these sort of deals work is the cultures and how they come together. So final question everyone would want to know. What advice do you have as CEO of Nutrisystem, what someone should do if they want to become healthier and you can't say, join Nutrisystem? <laughs> You've one minute left. So when we look at the number one thing that people can do to get healthier, no matter how you do it, because there are so many ways that people can lose weight, but if you lose just 7% of your body weight, you will improve your health because you will have more than a 50% reduced chance of developing type 2 diabetes or having cardiovascular disease. 7% is not a lot. If you think about a 200-pound male, that's 14 pounds. You can do that in a little over a month, of, in a little over a month, and you really change your trajectory going forward from a healthy lifestyle and exercise too. And there you have it, a pleasure having you on the Middle Market Transformative CEO Show. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hope you gained valuable insights to grow your business. To listen to commercial-free podcasts of this and other CEO interviews, go to www.rsmus.com.